Hey there, it's Maddie with the Outcome Mastery Podcast. I'm so excited to bring on Molly B today. She's going to be talking about all things pussy energy, manifesting, teaching our daughters about sacred embodiment, and lots of amazing topics for entrepreneurs and feminine energies to eat up and learn some juicy information. So enjoy this episode, let us know what you think, and give us a follow on IG. Hey, everybody. It's Maddie Mackey with the Outcome Mastery Podcast. I'm so excited to be here this month, and we have a very special guest with us. Today, we have Molly B. She is a pussy healer and intuitive, energetic, goddess, vibrational woman. So thank you for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. I love that intro. It's amazing. Yes, absolutely. I think... um, this episode is really going to turn some heads, you know, because when we spoke about this episode before recording, I told you how I kind of have this mixture of spiritual crowd, you know, from my past business in the yoga community and in the trauma community and trauma healing. And now I'm in a very corporate environment and blending these two worlds is such a passion of mine. So I'm excited for you to share not only about what you do in the world, but how that applies to business and to embodiment and the work that, you know, we're doing, especially business owners out there doing in the world. So I'll throw you the mic and let you formally tell everybody who you are and what you do. Awesome. Thank you. Yes. So like Maddie said, I'm Molly B, Pussy Healer. Um, I love working with women, uh, especially women that have maybe lost a little bit of their spark and feel a little overloaded and exhausted. And I find that most women that feel that way are disconnected from their pussy energy. And when I say pussy energy, I mean the energy of everything below the waist. So the chakra system and the energy of your reproductive organs and the pelvic bowl, all of that. Um, most women that are in business, they're stuck up in their heads and all their energy lives higher up. And then maybe they're connected to their hearts because they've worked hard on that. But then it seems to kind of stop. Women kind of, the energy kind of stops at the waist and doesn't always go all the way down grounding. And I find that that's where confidence lives is in the lower body, it, being grounded in confidence, not like blown by the wind if somebody says they like your work and then they don't like your work and your confidence kind of goes back and forth when you're grounded in your pussy energy your confidence is like un oh what's the word unmovable it's just unstoppable and i find that women that own businesses need to be connected to this part women that don't so it's really across the board all women need to be connected to their pussy I love this. And I completely agree. And from what I've experienced and noticed, there's this like, really clear divide. Um, And I'm just going to take off like the gender conversation, because it's like just people in general hear about this. And they're either like, yes, I'm in I support it, whether they have one or they just support it, you know, Um, their support. And then there's other people that are like, horrified by this conversation and get a little bit intimidated or a lot of bit intimidated and so let's talk about that of like 
one, I think just the word pussy, like, I think there's a lot of programming that we can scrape away. That's like, okay, you guys, like, let's get to the bottom of what this really is. But also like, you know, that, that connection and work and just how disconnected our society has become from our bodies. What do you, what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, we're really programmed to not be connected and kind of shamed to be connected to that part of our bodies. And I mean, that can last a lifetime. It's so unfortunate. And that's really where I like to talk about, um, you know, you have your personal power and then you have access to universal power or divine power, however you want to say it. And that is lower in your body. That universal power for women sits in the pelvic bowl. For men, it's up a little bit higher, kind of that gut area. Ours is a little bit lower and we're not connected to universal power. I'm not talking about ego. I'm not talking about, you know, evil stuff, evil power that can go, you know, over the line. If we're not connected to that, we're just like a leaf blowing in the wind throughout life. We're not anchored to anything. And um, that's just not a life I want to live. <laughs> I don't want my daughters to live that life either. I'm glad you brought up your daughters because I was going to say the importance of, you know, pussy power and womb power and connecting to that part of my body was something I got involved with before I had even experienced pregnancy in any shape or form, um, or mother before motherhood was even on my radar, you know, and then becoming a mom, especially having a daughter has just opened up so many new discoveries and portals with um, how important connecting to this personal power is, you know, take away the professionalism part, but just as a woman and building confidence in this world where there's so much comparison and shadow work and whatnot to be done. So Uh, What would you say, maybe a piece of advice to someone raising a daughter and how, you know, they could appropriately start to share these practices with their children or with their daughters? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And of course, everybody's so different. We all parent so differently. Um, With my girls, we talk about, they both have their cycles. So we like that conversation happens Mm. like at least once a month in our house. And I just talk about it freely in front of my son, in front of my husband. And it's just a normal part of life. And um, so that's easy when, you know, you have your bleed and you, and you talk about your period, but I mean, not making it like uncomfortable cover up or just making it like, it's just, part of your body and it's normal and um you know having a name for it calling it what it is I don't call it vagina I don't know if I'm allowed to even say this on your podcast yeah I think we're explicit I have to click a button that all my episodes are explicit because I say fuck a lot (laughs) okay okay you say fuck I could say vulva so yeah oh, oh I like to just call it I call it what it is vulva and sometimes I'll say pussy and and sure pussy's a it's a it's a big word and it is uncomfortable for some people but it's time to take this word back you know like I like to say it as much as I can because it gets people more comfortable with it if they see this you know middle-aged white woman saying pussy over and over that 
like I'm disarming it, right? Yeah, so exactly. We say those words at my house, in my house, and um, we talk about we talk about taking care of that part of ourselves and and how to wash and and it's just a part of our conversations. That's incredible. I love that. And pussy is a safe word in my house as well. So <laughs> cheers to that. And I think these conversations are important. And I think it's really cool that you brought up that initiation experience with your daughter, you know, and her bleed and how that can create just such an open, it really actually is like an opportunity to either go one direction or go another, you know, with your child and create that conversation. So I think it's so beautiful that you have that relationship and she can lean on you throughout the rest of her life, you know, and be able to have that support when it comes to her womb space and embodying who she really is in this world. Yeah. I, I have like this, this quick story that just happened. This Please. Week. Yes. My middle daughter is, um, she's got a little bit of anxiety and she has this girl that's been kind of picking on her a little bit in school. And so we talk about it every day and she's always like, I want to be nice. I don't, you know, I don't want to be mean. And I'm like, pussy power has boundaries. Like you have to set your boundaries. You can't step over the line with me. I told her, you have my permission to be a little bit mean back, like put her tell her to step back and however you can. And so she came home and she's like, mom, she was calling me weird. And she says, my glasses are stupid or whatever. And that people don't like me because I'm rude. And she's like, mom, you know what I told her? I said, I'd rather be weird than basic like you. And I was just so proud of her because that is actually pussy power. Like that's enough. I've had enough of what you had to say. And mm -hmm. I own myself. I don't care that I'm weird. If you have a problem with it, that's not my problem. And kind of put her in her place. And to me, that's a little bit pussy power. Boundaries is a big thing with pussy. So, yeah. Absolutely. And I think when we think about boundaries, people can get really like, scared or like, oh God, I have to just draw this big X in the sand and it's going to be this big like vibrational deal. But yeah. really what I've learned with pussy power, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Like when I'm in touch with myself and in my intuition, I'm actually solving problems and creating boundaries within the first moments of like, let's say it's getting to know someone and I'm like, oh, this isn't a good match. I'm not going to go in. If I'm listening to my pussy power, I'm not going to go down months down the line and then be like, oh, I'm screwed in a situation I should have got myself out of when I had that first instinct. And so the more connected you get, the more you actually get yourself out of issues where you have to come and slam a door, or set a big boundary and have a big blow up. And I spent like half my life in blow up city like I lived in a nuke yard you know so now to be on the other side of it and so connected to that womb space and knowing like no one comes between that and it is just that is like my strongest skill set so let's talk about how that can it can save you in so many ways of your life it absolutely does I love that you shared that and you talked about that instinct so that is all pussy energy it's instinct she know it's it's so black and white with that part of you it's yes it's no it's safe it's unsafe it's like 
if you can, if you're connected and you're tuned into that, you go, this is not a safe person. I'm not going down this road with them. Um, this person doesn't really respect me. That feels off. My, I could feel it in my gut. Like, no, you feel the yes or no. Whereas the actual like intuition where you're getting information, maybe from universal energy, it, it has a lot of colors, right? It's not black and white. It's not instinctual. You can read it this way or read it that way. And it's so important to stay connected to the instinctual part, both of them. I mean, it's wonderful to have both. Mm -hmm. That black and white grounded, yes, no, I'm not gonna engage. We're not going any further. I know my worth. I'm not going down this road anymore. That is all about being connected to yourself. Pussy. Yeah. And you know, a story that comes up for me is when I chose actively to disconnect from that voice. Um, and I don't want to share this to like scare people, but also I kind of do because it's like some serious stuff. Um, and the power of just how powerful the pussy and the womb and yoni space is in the body. Like, I mean, it can create life. It can destroy life. You know, it is so freaking powerful. It's where we all started. And in a period of my life, I was with a partner who I knew had cheated and I was continuing to go back to him. So imagine the disruption in my system and my body's, you know, just discontent with my decision. And I knew I was just making the wrong decision, but I was so hurt that I was just in that cycle, that toxic cycle. And what ends up happening is I started getting ovarian cysts that were like unex medically unexplainable, but I was like, don't worry, you guys, I know why this is happening. And then it got to the point right at the end where I disconnected from that person completely. Um, the ovarian cyst just exploded in my womb, broke through, hemorrhaged my blood vessel. Mm. I bled out, had to get uh, like almost transfusion level, lo losing half the blood in my body. And uh, I passed out at my friend's house, got taken to the emergency room. You know, it was like a serious thing. And the doctors are doing all the tests and they're like, and I'm like half alive, like in the bed, I'm awake, but I'm like, you know, going through it. And they're like, we have no idea why this happened. And I was like, you guys, I know exactly what's going on. And it was from that moment that as horrible as it was that I just like never denied my pussy's message again because it was like it was seriously like a spiritual experience this really sounds like it that is so it was intense. insane yeah it was the most like the quickest lesson I've ever learned and you know womb space said I'm gonna take you out of this or you're about to like take yourself out of this, you know? So it's like, I'm going to take you out of this, give you this wake up call, this rebirth, you know? And it's, it really did rebirth me in that moment. And that was before I had my daughters and stuff. So it's like, wow, it's really insane how powerful these messages can come. And that's why I'm like, after all that, I've learned it's just so much easier to listen to the first message yes. because then your life can be really enjoyable and really soft and feminine and sweet and juicy and intimate and you get to soften into the things that you were missing before yes oh my gosh absolutely can you imagine how many women have gone through these kind of medical experiences and not had the insight that you had you know you knew I know <clears throat> and 
that's what I think. Like we're not teaching, thank God we're teaching our daughters, but they're not teaching this in schools. You know, this isn't, and you know, truthfully, I've worked in schools. There's really no way we could do it. No one's going to agree that like, we'd want to do it our way. Other people would want to do it their way. So it really is like something we have to start in the homes and maybe if you're comfortable sharing like what your experience was growing up, because I know I didn't get all the information I needed from my mom and definitely from my school. I learned how to put a condom on a banana, you know, right, but right. like I didn't get any of this information until I was already so wounded that then I started hiring people that do like what you do, spiritual right. mentors and womb coaches that that is how I learned it all. And it was it was pricey and that's not available for everyone. And so what was your experience like with this stuff growing up? Yeah, it was, it, it just wasn't talked about. Like, yeah, we just didn't talk about it. I, my mom definitely tried, like when I got my period, she brought me flowers and stuff, but, oh. and I was mortified by that, you know, <laughs> but um, we just didn't, we didn't really talk about it. And I think that my mom might have been open to it, but I was pretty closed off to talking about it, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. If I had come to her, I think she would have talked about it um, because she was, you know, like, oh, okay, you're a teenager, you're dating now, let's, you know, let's get you on some kind of birth control or whatever. So she, she was there, but I was still, I didn't want to talk to her about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel that same way. Yeah. I think, yeah. And it's hard being a mom. Cause I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Like, I think we're supposed to like force, not force, but like gent lovingly force them to talk about it because there was so much shame. And I was like, I'm not going to bring this up. That'd be so right. weird. But right. I do, when I think back to it and I think back to the moments where I'm like, what do I wish I would have had when I was a little girl? Like a lot of those moments are someone just like grabbing me when I was being like the angriest or the meanest and just being like come on I love you I got you yeah. and just showing me that love and compassion or educating me even if it was uncomfortable and I think just from our experiences that's a, a really good nugget to take away from this is for parents to to do that extra step and know it's our responsibility to like get in front of our kids and make it digestible for them and however they might understand it. Yeah. And not take it personally when they're having a huge fit. <laughs> or yes. They're <laughs> when they're all hormonal. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> exactly. Not oh my personal. God. Can't yeah. imagine my daughter being a teenager. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, that is so incredible. And so what about for someone who's like, just getting started or, you know, doesn't, hasn't really tried this kind of stuff before, but has heard about it. They're curious about it. There's obviously a lot of science coming out more lately about it, you know, about our DNA and the connections of our nervous system to our womb and pussy space. So there's a lot of people like peeking in on it, but what would you recommend for the, the newbies? How could they get their toes wet? Well, um, my journey started by reading uh, Mama Gina's book, Pussy, a Reclamation. So I highly recommend that to every woman. <laughs> <laughs> Just read about it. She gives all sorts of exercises to uh, really tune into your pussy. When I read it, it was mind blowing, but I couldn't tune into my pussy. She just like, 
was offline and um, I'm gifted and trained in tuning into bodies and my body. And, and I couldn't tune into that part because that part of me was so um, broken, I guess I should say. And because I read that book, I was able to see, oh my gosh, pussy. I asked my pussy, how whole are you? And I, when I work with someone, I work in measurements. I love to measure energy. And I got 9% whole, less than 10% of my pussy was actually there, present. So no wonder why I couldn't hear her or tune into her. She was just barely hanging on. And so if you read the book and it empowers you and that will help you on your journey, that's amazing. If you read the book and you're really lost, then it's a good good idea to find a professional, someone like me, or you know, there's other embodiment coaches, but that can help you um, with the next steps to get you really uh, connected back in. <clears throat> Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I can link the book in the show notes too. That's that's really good. And so when you talk about the disconnection, I know there's a lot of people who feel that too, and it doesn't come easy to them. And you know, then yeah. they start to have that failure syndrome come in because you're like, oh God, I can't even connect to it. And it's right there, you know? So yes. do you have any like resources or ideas of how someone, or even just describing like what that's like? Cause I'm sure that's so challenging. Yeah. So the, the reconnection, that's something that everybody has the power to do. So it could be, you know, maybe you spend more time with self-pleasure. There's a lot of people that, uh, you know, they're not quite there yet. And that's just a little uncomfortable. And so what I recommend to my clients is have the time in the morning or after your shower or when you go to bed, grab a little coconut oil and be the mother to this part of you. You're not asking for an orgasm. You're not asking for any pleasure. You're just doting on you know like some people they put hand cream on or they put yeah. their eye cream on you're doting on this part of you with a mothering energy sending love and attention oh pussy wants attention women want attention we have to remember like <laughs> say hello to her put some oil on her and I mean if you want to take it farther say hey queen like whatever you want to do starting like a conversation she will react to that attention. You know, you might get a little warm, you might get a little a little wet, you know, it's like she just wants attention. And so if you're uncomfortable with self-pleasure, um, go for mothering. And even if you are comfortable with self-pleasure, that mothering, loving attention, just putting oil on every day will shift how connected you are. Like, in an instant. I love that. Honestly, that would have been my first recommendation as well, because mm -hmm. like you said, that mothering energy is what the nervous system needs to do anything, to do anything with confidence and to do anything right and to feel good doing it. And yeah. so I think that's a really good place for people to start if it's a kind of a touchy subject, or even if it's, they've just kind of been outdated or haven't done it in a while, you know, right. or got disconnected from their pleasure center or especially yes. post pandemic anyone out here dating you know it's like we have 
to nourish ourselves because the last thing we want to do is end up in a partnership where we have not mastered, you know, our self pleasure and our self love practices. Yes. Yep. So when I talk to people that are comfortable in self love practices, self pleasure, I always recommend mothering and the people that are like, you know, I don't know. I'm, I met with someone yesterday and she was like, I already put the oil on and, you know, I already do all that. I'm like, well, then you need to self-pleasure. <laughs> yes. Or that's your, that's your homework. That's what you like. You need to do this. So everybody's a little different. The mothering is always the best way to start. Always. And what would you say? I'm sure there's like a range, but what's like the normal amount of like self-pleasure you're some you would advise weekly no idea there's no limit (laughs) I have no idea how to answer that question I feel like a sex coach could definitely help answer that question I feel like yeah being connected every day to me is more important than um you know finding pleasure I mean I I think that the pleasure is wonderful but there is a point where people only touch their their genitals for pleasure and so I just Mm. like don't ask don't use her don't ask for her I only am spending time with you for an orgasm to me that's bullshit like we need to respect and honor and adore her and have pleasure so if we're doing both that's amazing but if you're just like washing the shower and then find an orgasm she wants so much more she wants the whole relationship she wants mm-hmm. a lot more than just those two things. Right. So people can really get caught up in these like polar sides of it of like nothing or just kind of like using and abusing energy. And then we want to come to, you know, this middle ground where it's like appreciation, it's gratitude, you know, and we can yeah. think of this in our applied to our relationships, the people in our yeah. life, you know, we want those same things. Like you said, women yeah. want attention. We love that. We love being showered and gifted things and made to feel amazing and beautiful. And so that's the same energy down there. 100%. Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) And so um, I know you have an event coming up. So why don't you let us know about that? And then let us know where people can find you, how they can work with you, what that kind of looks like, and you know, how someone would get started with that. Yeah, thanks. So I have uh, an event coming up November 5th. It's up in Newport Beach, and it's from 2 to 5pm. There will be a sound healer there. So We generally, when I work with Melissa, we start with the womb healing and then she does a, she does a beautiful meditation. Everybody lays down. She does an amazing sound bath. So it's, it's all, it's all of it. You've got the work of letting go of old trauma from your womb, which I will be doing. And then you get to Zen out with her and it's just a beautiful, relaxing afternoon, something to look forward to all weekend. So it's a Sunday evening, um, Sunday afternoon. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Molly B, but there's a dot in between each letter of my name, but you'll have that linked. And, um, when I work with people and meet with them for the first time, I have a pussy profile. So I get three measurements. I always check how whole thinking of a pie chart, how much energy is actually present. So I get that percentage. And then the next percentage I get is how connected they are to their pussy. 
So when you think of maybe your pussy's whole at 50% and you're connected at 50%, you really only have access to 25% of that divine, powerful feminine energy. And then the third measurement in the pussy profile is how embodied are you? How much of your energy lives in your body? And so I take those measurements. And then when we work together, I shift and get those measurements as high, as close to 100% as I can by releasing old trauma energy, old emotional energy, old lover energy out of womb space and um, really it's it's life-changing truly yeah oh my gosh I love that yeah there's so much work to be done and what some people don't realize is if they feel like they don't have a lot of their own trauma like we can be holding on so much from our ancestors you know from our mothers our grandmothers and beyond and you know all the facts and you educate your clients on that I mean this the numbers that we know, the stats that we know, the info we know of what happens in the womb when we're pregnant and how we already hold the eggs of our daughter at such an early period. Like we have to take those things into account and we have to take those things seriously um, that the pregnancy and the life before pregnancy affects, you know, who that next generation really is. And so the work you're doing is not only for the individual, but for the past generations and I'd say more importantly for the future generations because the healing I've done I can see that I've taken away so much pain that my daughter won't have to experience because of my ancestry and the inner work I've been dedicated to and I I know she'll face her own stuff but she'll have the tools and the resources and the referrals out there in the world yeah. so so beautiful. so beautiful to see us shift from you know, this really westernized world to coming back to more of these very legit ancient practices. Yes, absolutely. I love that you shared about the ancestral part because that's a huge part of it. That people don't, you know, we don't really think about that. We're just thinking of our lives, but we are wearing, you know, mother's side and father's side. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody just wants to forget about that part. And I'm like, I wish we could sometimes, you know, I really wish we could just like cut it out, but it's all part of the magic. And I just love reminding myself all the time. And also when I'm stressed that like, we are floating on a giant fucking rock through (laughs) space and we're worried about paying our taxes to the IRS and like all these crazy government politic things. And really some of us just want to be like, doing self-pleasure in the forest, <laughs> eating papayas. And like, that's too much to fucking have. You know? I love it. Yes. Oh my Naked God. nymphs out there. Yeah. And we're here like, human taxes. This is crazy. Yeah. So yeah. let's take the world. You're doing it one step, one client at a time and showing them that if we all adopt this mindset, we're going to get closer to our dream of eating fruit in nature being goddesses yes. back to where we belong amen to that yes yes oh so. my gosh well molly thank you so much for being here today and sharing your lovely energy your magic and everyone go check her out follow her visit her site learn more about what she's doing because you're not going to want to miss this opportunity oh thank you so much for having me this was a wonderful way to spend a Thursday morning. 
<laughs> yes. So happy to have you here. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.